Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Breathe, Negroes. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Breathe, Negroes. What is happening? The Negroes is in the building. Look at the motherfucking wheels. What's happening, sugar? What you doing? Rolling in, man, for another great episode. We bringing it to you. Lovely. Give us a rundown of the show. So this episode, we're going to cover the golf news of the week. We got a little we got a little tiger news in there for you, too. <clears throat> so uh, look out for that. We're going to get into last week's recaps of the 3M Open, and the Monday Evian Championship. We're also going to get into, uh, this week we're all about the Olympics, uh, the 2020 Olympics. We're going to talk golf, we're going to talk the odds, and we're going to kind of talk about the the uh, the Olympic, um, kind of like their experience, like what they're, what they're going to, what they're going to, uh, encounter either you know stay what what's the decision do you stay close to the to the course or do you stay at the olympic village so yeah we have uh we have some good discussion around that uh diversity topic of the week um be the change in golf we're going to talk to you about a great story of a man named houston white and yeah. all the good things that that man is doing uh-huh. uh, we're going to get into the front nine we're going to get into uh the top nine olympic sports for each one of us uh we're going to get into the back nine pars and prep how did you play at the Hard Knock Slice uh, No Hooks Tournament? Yeah, uh, we had we had a lot of fun out there last weekend, man. Yeah, we did. Getting into uh, the weekly segment, what are we hating on? And the golf gigging song of the week, and it's uh, the Narcissist by Brad Watt, Westside Gun, and DJ Premier. And then we're gonna give you the final shout outs to close the show. Oh, love it! We got a full rundown. We'll have a full show. It won't be short. But we'll try to keep it decent for you haters out there. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and roll into our. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. Negro Golf News. Hey, so Tiger's getting stronger, man. You, you see him out there walking on the crutches, putting weight on that leg. Hey, we're going to see Tiger real soon. Out there swinging and hitting balls. What do you think? It, you know, it was dope, man. It was uh, when I saw the when I saw the thing come across Twitter. I was excited because, you know, you see him out there on crutches and, and putting weight bearing. Um, you know, uh, he was able to put weight, you know, weight on that leg. And when you think about the type of an injury that he had, where the bones were protruding out of his skin, man, like that's, you know, a pretty graphic description. But what I'm saying is, is that. To see the man up there walking in on crutches, man, that that's an amazing feat. Keep it up, brother. We want to see you out there whooping their ass again. Yes, sir. And you know one muscle he didn't didn't injure is that hump muscle. I'm I'm yeah. sure he's still yeah. doing it. Yep. 
I'm sure, you know. Wipe us! <laughs> wow. Uh, in other golf news, a um, couple of players got COVID. So uh, Bryson, the buff guy, mm-hmm. was replaced by your favorite guy, Captain America, Patrick Reed, <laughs> and uh, John Rahm. No, nah, man, Captain Doughboy. Oh, come Shit. on, man. He's there out no there. Captain America. Man, he's Captain America, man. He's he got, represents... Hey. This country with high standards and takes the heckling, hey. and he'll go out there and perform. We, hey, he he needs to give he needs to get a bigger shirt. We know some other folks out there that need to, to put on a bigger shirt too. Hey, easy, easy out here, easy in these streets. Shug. Come on, easy. <laughs> uh, John Rom also got the COVID, so he's not out there, and that's a that's a big hit for the Olympics because he was a big draw and a big big international player for sure. And it's his second time for getting COVID though, too, right? Uh, I believe so. That's, so that's crazy, man. Uh, did Homie get vaccinated? I think he did. Now, well, I hope so. Shit, after, after getting it a couple times, twice. man, hope something don't fall off on the man, mm-hmm. like in in Beverly Hill Cop. You know. Yeah. So we'll what see. happened to your banana? <laughs> you missed the tailpipe. Boy. Yeah, man. So there's a new strain out there. Hey, everyone, be easy. Put your mask on. Let's. Uh, Try to go back to where when we were opening up this country. So uh, that will wrap it up for our. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. All right. Hey, man. So we have some fuckery news. Fuck, fuck, fuckery news. Yeah. Real fuckery shit. Uh. Give us a rundown of what happened in Aurora, Colorado, man. Oh, man. So we had these two officers, um, and I, I don't know, ex- and, and I'm, I really, I've only saw, I've only seen the footage, so I don't know exactly when this happened, or, mm-hmm. uh, but I know it was recent. And so we had these two officers, uh, you know, Aurora's finest out here, uh, checking in on some kind of a trespassing, you know, um, call. And yeah. so they went there, and they ran up on the cats that were there. There was uh, two of two of the two of the suspects just took off, man. They took off right away when the cops showed up or questioned them. Yep. And there was one gentleman who just stayed there. So, actually, the gentleman that stayed there is the one that got it the worst. Oh. They whooped his ass like one of the cops, like just pistol whipped him, put a gun to his head, and was just like berating him with questions. Like before he could even fucking answer the questions, the guy is sitting there just with a gun to the head, dude. Like. These guys are trespassing. I'm sure that I'm sure you could figure it out. You can handcuff all these guys. And I understand two of them ran off, but there's a better way to do this than than what the fuck happened there. I agree. Yeah, man. You can't just pistol whip people and do things and 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 expect for all these things to happen. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. But you know what, man, the the, it did remind me, though, Um, it did remind me. And the one thing that cracked me up, man, is like you—you got—you got, you got uh, to remember this shit. But do you remember the Looney Tunes dog? Like I do. I just gotta say this, man. But when he was getting fucking lumped up, dog, it just—it <laughs> reminded me of that Sorry. shit. And and the lady was, you know, or it was always like it was always one or character. There was always different characters that said the shit, but they were always like, "Well, how many lumps you want?" And it's like three or four. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you hear that, and then they would have them. They take off the hat, or the lumps would go through the hat, or fucking yeah, side on the side. Like, yeah. damn that that motherfucker got fucked 
up. Yeah, he got lumped up for sure. I feel bad for him, dude, because, you know, I, I think if he would maybe just, I mean, 15 times I think is a pretty excessive. I think maybe you could have hit him maybe five times. Yeah. And been, you know, and the nigga got tased, too, and that's that's the sad part. So not only did he get tased, but he's he's probably going to never be the same again, bro. No, that's, nope, not at all. Uh, and and now we're gonna have to pay for that. So the officers did re, or want the officer that did the most resigned. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Hobart is yep. his name. So fuck that guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and Francine Martinez. Yeah. Uh, fuck her too. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, we're hoping for justice. I mean, we're on the path of that. We yeah, we've had some justice here lately. So. Let's see what happens. Yeah, come on, man. And, and, hey, I I know, and I'm just going to say this. You know, we know, we know officers. We know this is a dangerous job, man. Right. And and we appreciate and respect that fact. Right. But at the same time, man, like, this is a trespassing call. This is not a, this is not a gunshots fired. This was not a, you know, a a home invasion. Um, This was a trespassing call. Which you saw the suspects already. You, right. you had one of them, dude, and you just decided to fuck him up. That was just not. Man, we, you just can't be out there fucking yeah, niggas man. up. Come I'm on, just, man. that's it. I it's mean, not, that's it. Stop. That's it. It's got to stop, man. Yeah. Um. So that wraps up for our fuck, fuck, fuckery news. Yeah. Keep that shit up. Motherfucker's going to get sent to the upper room. Upper room all day. Yeah. Uh, Let's get into some golf. We were a little heavy. Uh, last week we talked about the 3M, and then we also talked about the Mundi Avion Championship. Mm-hmm. So give us a rundown of the 3M, who won, and then we'll talk about how our picks did. Well, you know, Cameron Champ won uh, the 3M uh, Open for his third tour victory. He had some uh, issues going on with him physically, and he, he was able to overcome those. Which uh, that's that's hard to do on the golf course, man. It was hot as shit out there. Yeah, uh, where they were playing, it's humid, and he was kind of able to. He had multiple things going on with him, but he was able to overcome that with a uh, two sixty nine bogey free fourth round, and he edged out my man Louis Oosthuizen again. Dog. Mm, he's second up there, man. Place this guy. He can he can fucking definitely win second place in the tournament. Man, them teeth are his luck charm, man. Yeah, he can no. never get the grill fixed. No, man. well, he's making enough money coming in second. He should be able to. No, leave him. All right, fuck it. And out there with there with your chicklets. Yeah. Uh, and he beat out Charles Schwartzel as well to take home one point one eight million. Um, again, it was it was hot out there. You could kind of see that it was getting to some of the golfers, um, and uh, you know. Think about the times when you play, how hard it is out there, and it's it's tough, man. It's super tough, but it was a good tournament, good good leading up to to the Olympics. Um, our my no my pick didn't do well, DJ. Uh, no, thank you, appreciate it. My picks, I I've, I've been picking real shitty lately. You know, I went on a streak, and uh, my picks are not working out for me. So, how'd your pick do? Oh man, my shit ain't didn't do good either. So I had Matt Wolf. Okay. He uh, didn't do well, and then uh, I had Ricky Fowler as well. Yeah, he he was actually playing played, good. Played good. He played good out there. It was good to see him, and then he just the bottom fell out. He had uh, I think uh, I think it might have been a triple or a quadruple bulky. I can't remember, but I know it was pretty. It was pretty bad, and after that, it kind of just fell apart. 
We've all been there. Um, yes, every week. <laughs> and then DJ, man. I had DJ in that that cat, man. Come on, bro. He didn't even make the cut. Hey, DJ's a little rough on us nowadays. I don't know, man. I think he's he's got other shit he's worried about. It must be. Yeah, he's 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 not doing it. So no, he's not. Oh well. Uh, so we got some good golfers are are about mm-hmm. to uh, hit up the Olympics. Uh, let's roll into the ladies. Hello, ladies. LPGA Amundi Evian Championship. Give us the rundown on the ladies. Yeah, man, crazy comeback in this tournament uh, for Australian Min Jin Lee, who overcame a seven-stroke gap. Uh, to win the tournament um, and the major with the bogey-free 64 in the final round. Um, and uh, she she won against, there was a 54, <laughs> 54, let's get this right, 54 yep. hole leader. Yeah. Um, Jin Young, I think it's Jin, Jin Young Gin Lee, six. Mm. I'm gonna have to put, a, I'm gonna have to mm. put one of them uh, numbers in my name, shit. Oh, okay. Sugar-free. Three. Right. Or okay. Some shit like that. Yeah, okay. Sugar free eight. Okay. You know, I like it. I don't know. You know what I mean? I might yeah. have to go with that eight. Because okay. it's all it's two circles. Circles of life. Mm. No, I'm just playing. Pim, pim. But um <laughs> 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 one comes up must come down. You know what I'm saying? You picking up what I'm laying down, <laughs> But uh yeah, there's no changes in so we'll go back to the, the fellas for a second, but no changes in the FedEx Cup race. Yeah. You got Colin. Jordan and Patrick, yeah, uh, up there, and then um, on the race to the CME Globe, um, the Nelly Corda, no changes here either. Uh, actually, there is a change: Nelly Corda, Lydia Ko, and then Patty Tanatavakit. Yeah, love it. We chose the Corda sisters. Eh, didn't work out for us. It. So, you know, I had Jin Young Ko too, but yeah, no Did, mo, no mo, didn't work out. Mm-mm. So now we are hitting the time of the week where we talk skincare. And those Olympians are going over there and they're going to play in the sun and they're going to run track in the sun and do all these things. And they need to be lathered up all the way lathered. And for your eyes on the aesthetics will keep you lathered up and keep your moistness together. So let's hear from for your eyes on the aesthetics. Hey golfer gals and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skincare, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter a coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Well, thank you, Black Barbie, and thank you for spelling that every week because I am not going to do that. Um, it's Olympic week. We are here with the Olympic golf. Mm-hmm. So 
we have some golf going on. We're recording as they're playing right now. Um, and so there's a few topics about what's going on with the Olympic golf, um, the course, the experience, and everything. So, Shug, let's get into it. Um, what do you think? Are you excited, first off, about this Olympic golf and what's what's going to happen? I, I kind of mixed. I mean, it's it's cool to see, you know, golf on a, on a global scale um, and to see countries kind of being represented in, in you know, the best guys and, and gals out there for um, their countries. But the one thing is, is that I feel like they should do something different. Like this is the Olympics. Um, you know, we see kind of, you know, we see regular golf play every week yeah. um, where they're matched up against one, you know, one one on one individual against individual you know, it'd be cool to maybe see some other type of, you know, maybe a mixture of event. Maybe it's team. Maybe it's like, you know, alternate ball, whatever, whatever it may be, like right. something, something that's just different from regular golf. Right. I totally agree with that. I mean, they're playing at a beautiful course. It's the Kamasuki Gaseki. I murdered yeah. that, but it's pretty close. Country club in Japan. Um, it's, it's nice. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's 35 miles north of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um where the Olympians are staying, it's about 50 minutes in the morning, but only 25 minutes back, and that's rush hour traffic, big city. Uh, it's a private course. It's prestigious. Uh, it has championship history all over it, um, but it was back in the 1950s when it was there. Um, it's a parkland course. There's water, but nothing's really in play for, like, the big elite players, right? So, some elevation changes. The greens are decent, um, not a lot of breaks and stuff. So they should score well. Like they said, uh, the eighth hole, um, which is a par five, it's like almost 600 yards. It should be reachable for the big hitters. Um, the tenth hole, it's a par three, uh, two bunkers in the front. It has a steep slope in front of them, um, which rolls down to a pond. So those two holes could be something different uh, to play with. But speaking of the 35 minutes north of Tokyo, um, 50 minutes in the morning and 25 on the way back. So the Olympians have to make a choice, right? And so on golf.com, they had all these situations, all these articles about the Olympics and stuff. And uh, this article on golf.com had to do with uh, what are the golf players going to do and what should they decide to do? So, um, should they stay closer to the golf course and not stay with the Olympians or should they stay with the Olympians and just bide their time in traffic? So uh, what say you on that? You know, I think it would be it's a difficult decision to make. Right. So you're kind of you got to sacrifice. You're going to have to sacrifice something. Either it's you're going to sacrifice part of your uh, part, part of your experience Right. Um, Or you're going to sacrifice part of your game. Right. Because maybe you have to get up earlier to to get out there to to practice. But I think for me, if I was going to make the choice, um, I'd probably want to stay in the village. Because it would be a once in a lifetime opportunity. You're, You're with the best athletes in the world. You can go and stay with the best golfers in the world, you're doing that on a regular basis anyway. Sure. So for me, I'd rather be out there and trying to get knowledge or 
you know, if I know someone out there that I want to have a conversation with, and there's a lot of legends that are out there just from a media perspective. Yeah. So you could, the amount of people that you're going to have access to and see to me would be worth, worth the time of getting up early to go play. I agree. I mean, you come here as a team, you're representing our country. Mm -hmm. Um, Why not hang out? You know, there's a whole bunch of hanging out and bullshit going on. It's like a college dorm, right? Right. So why not hang out, eat with people, hang out, get to know people, Mm -hmm. socialize. You you never know what you're going to meet. You might end up uh, making great friends with people out of this. I know the Olympics were a little skeptical of the barracks and the style because of COVID and also the high rate of uh, sexual activity, AKA humping that takes, takes place in these places. And so, uh, you know, it is what it is, but of course you want to be a part of all that. And it just sounds like a big, big fun college time. And you just, uh, your class is just to go and participate in your sport. And once you get your medal, you're out of there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I say stay with the Olympians and do your time. I mean, if you even if you have to get up, I mean, you're already dealing with the time change. Your body's yeah. changed. Why not? And the one thing, too, is like that. I think when you get on the course anyway, there's going to be and I'll, I mean, I've seen it. I've watched two kind of like parts of two of the rounds. Right. Um, there's there's some weird weather out there. So you might there might actually be a, a time when your play is stopped because you're you know you're you're having to worry about some quick ass storm that comes in there because they said like the weather can change in a heartbeat out there well there was supposed to be a tsunami it's on yeah. the way right no it is like, yeah it's, there. it's crazy like they said that like the storms come in because it's not i mean to- i mean not tokyo but japan is not a very you know it's not a very big country and when sure. you think about how where they're at and how humid it, it how humid it must be there if it's hot Right. Shit, I'm I'm sure that the storms can pop up whenever they feel like. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of the tsunami yeah. stuff. I'm not a fan of any storms, mm-hmm. but um I appreciate it. The surfing and shit is pretty yeah. cool to watch though. So I mean Yeah. But why I say that, why I bring it up is that, you know, people might say, Okay, well I'm gonna lose like I might lose, you know, some sleep or whatever. I think is worth it. You know, because you might because you might get you might get a break on the round anyway. So, sure. You know, that sleep that you might have been. Oh, I'm worried about this a half hour or whatever. Shit. You might get a You might get a break and yeah. get that half hour back and rest. I agree. I mean, it just it for me, it's just you're out there. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You're Olympian. Mm-hmm. Fully embrace what you're into. And I know there's some golfers that are really embracing that situation and actually really enjoying what they're they're doing. So mm-hmm. um, I can can totally understand that. So let's but, talk about our picks, though. Like, so there's some great golfers playing in a bunch of countries. And, and you know, we lost Bryson and we lost Rom. Um and and there's a bunch of folks out there, right? So as we're recording, um, yeah, they're playing. Yeah, they're playing right now. So you got Sepp Straka up front, um, Carlos Ortiz. Some of these people we have not. I mean, myself, I have not heard about. I mean, we've heard see Paul Casey's up there, uh, Norin's up there, Siwoo Kim, Victor Hovland uh, was doing well, Captain. America, Patrick Reed, 
was doing great. That's your guy. I he love him. Sucks, dude. Come on, man. You gotta, you gotta he embrace. Sucks, bro. Embrace the read. Why, dude? Tell me. So tell me why I have to embrace Patrick Reed. I don't have to embrace his him. role model. Is just like your role model. He sucks, He's Tiger. Dude. He okay, loves Tiger. Hey, he wears Tiger's red a role on Sunday. Model. Tiger's a role model to a lot of people. He that is. don't mean shit. And he wears red on Sunday like him. No, I'm not. You him. like red. You and I love red. So it's yeah, but it w- I'm sorry, dude. When you pick it. up, when you like to pick up balls, and balls are a part of your life all the time, which any golfer is. You don't like balls, hey? I do, but not as much as Patrick Reed, dude. Okay, because he's got to pick them up all the time. You don't pick up no balls. I pick them up when I when I'm supposed to. Okay, not when I'm not supposed right. to. I'm just trying to help you. No, Xander me- Shoffley's out there. You you on there? Colin Morikawa was was ranked twentieth when we were recording. Mm-hmm. We'll uh we'll see how he was doing. Uh, this evening, as we're watching, uh, Rory Rory was twentieth. Also, he, he didn't play too bad. Hideki Matsuyama, he's in his hometown. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not playing too bad. You know what's crazy about uh, what's crazy about um, Rory is he's out there playing with no hat. Like you notice that, like some yeah. of these guys are out there playing like different. They look different. Man, Rory's Rory's got a good lock of hair he's on him. He's got some man. lettuce. Yeah, he does. He's, he's got some lettuce out there, man. Man, you saw when he was overweight and he had that big curly fro, <laughs> and then now he worked out. Yeah, and did all these things. And his hair straightened it, out too. Man, it's it's doing something, man. He's got a stylist. He's, he's got like that. Like yeah. that James Brown shit going yeah. on. I don't know about you know. One time, I ain't even gonna <laughs> lie to you, man. So I'm gonna tell you a story, and you're gonna fall out. So I had a little afro when I was young, and it'd be Easter. And my mom would put the hot comb on the stove and straighten my fro out. And I had the straight James Brown. And my cousins and shit, when I walk in the church, they'd be like, look at this nigga. And be making fun of me on the back (laughs) pew, man. No lie. Because I walked in like James Brown. And I didn't want to do it. And I fought it. And when I smelt the stove heating up from the room, I was like, "Uh uh-oh. It's time for the blowout. Yeah, I can see that shit. Well, you know... you got to do what you got to do, but I bet it was cold-blooded. It it was. Not, uh, DJ, I, DJ Quick was not showing the blowout then. Uh, maybe <laughs> if he was out when I was younger, it might have been cool, but uh, it was it was not cooling. They, they was they was on me a little tough. Yikes. Yeah, so. Is it, it'll be it'll be interesting, man, because this is the, the field is, I feel like it's it's very mixed. Like I agree. When you, when you look at who's on top, like now it's a there. Actually, there's a guy sitting minus ten. Yeah. For Mexico, Carlos Ortiz. Yeah. Um, but you know, and this is changing as we're as we're sitting here talking to you. It's changing. Right. Um. You know, and uh, you know, the 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 top U.S. person right now is Xander. Um. He's tied for fifth. Right now. But right now, so yeah. we'll see what happens. I mean, it's a long day. This is they, you know, you got, you got. I, I can't, I can't, I can't um, say that that Hideki can't get hot. He's he's, you know, he's he's in a course where he plays a lot, right? Um, and you know, I can't say that that he can't do it. But you see, there's not a lot of top guys that were picked, or even even in the odds, like when the odds made all the people, sure, and they said, okay, well, these are you know, these are the pros that are going to do great out here. None of the people that are on top were even predicted to do anywhere near close where they are. Sure, and I would I would even look at the top ten people. Yeah, agree. I mean, Rory's jumped up there. Yeah, he's looking pretty good. Victor Hovland is looking pretty good. Cameron Smith. Uh, there's there's a lot of. I mean, there's there's three big names right there. But you Rory said wasn't picked though. Rory, I mean, they didn't even they didn't even like Rory. No, they didn't. No, no, they they didn't. 
Uh, Patrick Reed, is, he's at uh, he's tied for 30th, but look for Captain America to come back. I'm sure he'll keep continue to fall. Oh, man. This is this is tough. JT, man, that, that's my guy. Usually, I usually I start off the season picking JT, and he was doing so well and doing had all this stuff going on with him. But he's struggling. Yesterday he he broke even, and he was not happy about that. And now he's sitting at plus one. It's it's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is what it is. We're gonna see what's gonna happen. They got a couple more days full days to go of golf, and then we're gonna see what's gonna happen. Yep. So, uh, keep keep the Olympics alive. Yes, indeed. So, before we get into our diversity topic of the week, our diversity topic of the week is brought to you by Golf Gents. You want to look fly and be diverse in your golf game, Golf Gents is, is the, the place to be. If you go to GolfGents.com, you will find all the fly gear, the Masters Collection, um and just releasing the hippie G bucket hats dropping soon. You better go get it. You better go get it. So let's hear from Golf Gents. We all need practice. So why not practice in style? Golf Gents has the dopest gear for the weekend golfer. From the wasted hat line to the master's line, Golf Gents has you covered. For being a friend of Don't Be Alarmed, use code WASTED and receive 20% off your order. Head on over to www.golfgents.com. Thank you, Golf Gents. So our diversity story and topic of the week, be the change in golf, Houston White. A lot of people don't know who Houston White is, right? So this this article on golf.com opens up and talks about how um, you have this African-American male on the course and people are coming up and, and trying to dap him up and saying, hey, how you doing, brother, and all this stuff. And uh, he's in Minnesota and uh, trying to figure out who Houston White is. Everyone should know who Houston White is. 42-year-old entrepreneur, uh, just doing some great things. Um, started young um, and, and, and basically was just doing some, some, some things and pushed his entrepreneurial spirit. He has a coffee line, uh, resorts, starts tournaments, and has a golf clothing line also. Um, but he wanted to be the change for the youth out there. So uh, he decided to start a golf tournament and uh, help the youth in Minnesota. And it was all spurred by, um, you know, the, the crazy things that happened in Minnesota with the violence and the police. And we don't have to go on about that because we know what it is. Um, and he's been through a lot of adversity. He lost his wife. Um, that's a focal point for him and he remembers her. Um, but it is a great article. Make sure you go on golf.com and check it out. what do you think about this article? Man, this was, this was a great article. Um, I love his spirit, love his story. Um, it, it's, it, uh, it kind of tells you that, you know, where you don't have opportunity, you make it. And you go out there and you try to do the best that you can and you try to push a different type of an agenda because 
already you're going against the grain. You're you're going, you know, you don't have a lot of people that look like you that are already playing. Right. But when you try to change that and you try to be, like he said, you know, this is be the change in golf, right? <clears throat> to me, beautiful thing what this man is doing. Um, I think, you know, it, it's along the same vibes of kind of like what we're doing. And when you when you kind of see people in that same lane in the same spirit, man, it's just it's good to see. We're separated by a lot of miles, but right. that don't mean nothing because the, the message is the same. We're just trying to bring different messages, different people, different colors, uh, you know, to the table in the conversation, man. So I love it. Right. The Be The Change Golf Tournament uh, was in July. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the the first time they they raised $30,000, uh, they just did some, some great stuff, you know, just to benefit the youth sports foundations, um, I, for me, it was inspiring to see that in Minnesota with all the things that have happened, um, with the police brutality and what kicked it off and trying to help that because we were at a time where, uh, diversity was actually kind of fragile. Um, and the tone of America at that time was a little different, um, I I I can tell you I've been to golf courses uh during that period where people look differently at you. Um they're supporting uh the orange guy for sure. Um I've seen a full Trump suit out on the golf course playing, no lie. Um and it's been kind of tough and they they threw it in your face, uh obnoxious, real assholeish. Um and then the the Blue Lives Matter topic with them really stomping us out we just talked earlier about uh the aurora police department um and they're trying to make a change and stuff but look they're still doing it they're still stomping us out so for this guy to be in minnesota a hotbed and try to make a difference uh for the youth that makes a world of difference And, and isn't that what the government and you know, our country is about like, shouldn't we be trying to help and do these things? Like, why is everyone outside of the government doing all the work when they're getting paid to do the shit that they should be doing instead of arguing, making points, uh, speaking daily on TV shows and shit? Can we get some shit done for the people down here? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just frustrating, <clears throat> but it's good to know that we have people like Houston out here. Yeah. Houston White doing his thing uh and trying to make a change for us and and not only Minnesota, we need more people in every state doing it. We're in Denver, we're trying to make a difference. We bring these topics to you. Uh we'll try to help with the Hard Knock Slicers. We're trying to help. We're a diverse group, but every state should be doing something to try try to do something for the youth or or diverse or just for the country, just something good, do something good. Right. And, you know, he did, he had a couple of quotes in his, um, in, in, the, in the article there. And he said, your presence is more important than your pocketbook. Yeah. So spending the time with people who need it the most, um, doing something that they can, that they can benefit them. Like I love, again, love is spirit. And he, he also said, I'm I'm a person that I'm I'm living with purpose and intent. 
Mm. Like that, to me, those are very strong words. And in both of the quotes that I just read to you, like, right. you know, being there, spending time, trying to make change, you know, it, it might be, you know, I, I look at him, he's doing it one, one tournament at a time, one person at a time. Right. Sure. So there, what you're right. Like where are leaders at? Where are the people that can actually make change and, and go out here and do the right things. I mean, he's he's starting up a like I love the spirit of even in his golf tournament because he's bringing people together that are that are very um, in very high what I would consider high level jobs, right? Sure. So he's talking to CEOs, he's talking to government officials, and he's bringing them together with with younger children who have don't have a lot of experience in the game of golf, and to try to combine those two worlds, man, that's that's beautiful, man. Beautiful. Yep. Totally agree. It's just an awesome thing. Yeah. More opportunity. And you're you're showing people again this game is this game can improve your life. And and I really believe that. Make sure you go out and read about Houston White. Support the change golf tournament. Be the change golf tournament. Uh it's just a great thing to do. And if we get a chance, we'll go out there and be a part of that mm-hmm. real soon. We'd love to even talk to Houston, man. Yeah, for sure. So, Houston, we'll shout you out. Uh, we'll we'll reach out to you. We'd love to have you on the show mm-hmm. and just, just talk about talk about the things that you've been through your story. and your story, for yeah. sure. I think we need to try to bring that, bring that to light, man, because doing good things, bro. Yep. We appreciate it. Speaking of good things. We have a lot of Americans out here that have practice, blood, sweat, and tears, and they're competing in a lot of sports. So let's talk about our front nine, top nine Olympic sports, our list of our favorite sports that we love about the Olympics. So, Shug, go ahead and give your list. So, I got, I mean, there's a, my list is kind of expansive, but I'm just going to, I'm going to start with, I'm gonna go with the three in the three on three, okay, and the regular basketball. Sure, like I'm gonna lump those together because it's it to me it's still basketball. Yeah, um, but the, hey, the women uh, that with three on three with the women, man, that that was actually dope to watch because those sure those ladies were out there balling. Yes, they were balling, especially the U.S. So um, shout out to the U.S. ladies. Yep. Uh, for winning the three on three. Um, not sure with the men yet. I, did, I haven't seen kind of where they where they ended up, but I don't think their I don't think their tournament started yet. No, I don't think um, so. But we'll see. We'll see where the men end up. Sure. But um, good to see the ladies out there. I love to watch the boxing. Um, love the diving, the swimming, um, yeah. the regular and beach volleyball. Because I've never been tall, man, and to watch all that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To watch them, watch them really get into it and and to like it's. It's way better than watching that shit in Top Gun, man. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, old but school. Old school, but it's it's cool to watch. I'm going to throw the golf in there. Um, it's cool to see, but again, I want to see some some mixture in, in kind of what the events are. Uh, weightlifting is always cool to watch. Okay. Because they be throwing, they be throwing, they be pushing that weight. Down. Yes, like they do. some crazy shit. Um, table tennis. Huh. They be going off. And then water polo, and I always got to throw track and field in there. Are you are you? So they have the Olympic channels where you can go watch like the little app, mm-hmm. uh, 
you you've turned the table tennis. Dog, I've watched table tennis. That okay. shit is fire. All right, all right. I'm not hating that. And and the reason why I think it's fire is because I can never play on that level. Like in terms of watching how fast they go back and forth, I would honestly rather watch the table tennis. Yeah. Than the real tennis. Oh shit, that's crazy. I'm. That's just me though. Okay. What about you, man? What you what you uh, what you going? What so you going with? I'm a, I'm a roll with so track and field is my number one like summer, like the warm weather Olympics. Yeah, uh, we, I'm just I just went warm. I didn't yeah. go winter. No, okay, yeah. So they're you know they it, it's good to watch them run and stuff. Uh, we grew up running track and stuff, so it's kind of cool to see that. Of course, the basketball and you have the dream team who set the standard, and now we have a team out there now that uh, is not so dreamy, <laughs> but they're winning. <laughs> So we're gonna see what happens. Golf, suspect, yeah, they suspect. Are. Yes, they are. Um, hey, we got, we got some, we got some, we got a couple uh, uh-uh. non-leaders on that don't, team. Don't, don't do I'm, it. I'm not gonna say don't who, but I'm just saying it. we got a couple non-leaders on that U.S. team start. that's fucking it up. No, that's not true. Then why ain't we winning? Uh, we won. We beat Iran. <laughs> what about the game before that? The we, opening game, we did not. We did not. We did not. A. Uh, What's his name got us? Uh, Rudy. Hey. Rudy Gobert. I don't remember asking hey, you a goddamn Well, I remember. I'm going to tell you because I, I saw <laughs> the game. Rudy Gobert went out there and whipped our ass in Fournier, too. All right. Well, okay. Assholes. Yep. Golf, of course, because <laughs> we love golf. <laughs> we're going to win the golden and we're going to win the golden in basketball? We're going to try. We'll see what happens. Right. We, there's a lot, lot ahead of us. Golf, uh, gymnastics. Man, I was into gymnastics uh, since I was, like, young because you, I was into ninja shit. So they were doing all the flipping and shit, and you have to start there. So gymnastics always been breaking. People don't realize breakdancing is a, a Olympic sport. It'll be now, in the next one. I wish – that they would have started it back in the day when we was young. So Turbo and Ozone would have killed that shit, man. They would have got medals, man, <laughs> and leave from Beat Street. Woo! We would have had a killer breaking U.S. team, man. Shit, there's a motherfucker on the corner, like 20th and, and Market Street, too, dog, that can get it. Shit. And you throw Special K in there? Woo, mm-hmm. shit, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, karate. Hey, anyone that grew <laughs> up in the 80s. Yep. Uh, everyone was doing karate or taekwondo or some kind of martial arts when you grow up because you 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 saw Karate Kid and you want to be a part of that. And uh, I remember remember reading the karate magazines and seeing uh, Olympians and doing all this stuff, and uh, it was just great, you know. And I, you know, Daniel Danielson or Johnny, they would have got the got the gold if they would have went out there. Imagine them on the same U.S. team. What time? Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. We're going to get some hate on that for sure. Uh, BMX freestyle. I love BMX bikes. I got homeboys. Shout out B. Cole. We always talk about Rad's our favorite movie. One of our favorite movies. Uh, you know, we have the old school bikes, the GTs, the Diamondbacks, all that stuff when we was kids. And we used to try to do tricks and shit on that stuff. And so it's cool to kind of see that along with skateboarding too because uh, – uh, Tony Hawk was he was announcing at the Olympics, but he was actually in the X Games at his age still. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to see swimming. I get sucked in because they always show it and it's always just like a big sport. 
and I just want to see us and and Phelps just really brought us in. He was yeah. like Aquaman, you know, for real in real life, and just could swim and shit. Um, and then rhythm gymnastics with the ribbons. Uh, I always think about <laughs> yeah. uh, Blue, or not Blue, no, uh, 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 Frank the Tank. Yeah, Frank the Tank. When yeah. he was uh, shaking that ribbon in old school, mm-hmm. uh, it just opened my eyes to a beautiful sport in ry- <laughs> rhythmic gymnastics with with ribbons. Um, so I am looking forward to that, and I will be watching that. Yeah. So, hey, but you know, the one thing that that scares the shit out of me is the diving. I mean, there's a big pool of water. I mean, it is scary because we've seen people just hit the diving board and fuck themselves up, man. But I did see a clip where (laughs) where this team shouldn't have been (laughs) been in the Olympics diving and how these these cats was entering the water. (laughs) I might have been an Olympic uh, participant. The one thing that I have not seen like and this is just I'm just going to point it out. And I'm I'm not the first to point it out. Okay, but you don't really see that many black people in the swimming events at all. We're not messing with the water. We ain't fucking with the water. No, or you know, in the diving, you're not going to see too many of us out there. One, a lot of Negroes are scared of heights, and then yeah. you add the water. Yeah, that's so a no no. That's a double double. Two things the motherfuckers don't like, and you ain't going to find no. We ain't going to be nowhere near it. Plus, them perms and them hairstyles. <laughs> Hey man, it's not Gone. happening. Gone. Gone. Hey, you know what's and what's funny and and go out there and look on like um, Instagram and uh, watch some of the amusement park shit out there. Yeah, when when them girls be out there losing their wigs, losing their wigs, and uh, this one lady, I think she lost her wig and her sunglasses. Yikes! All in the same ride, man. So that's tough. <laughs> that is tough. That so, slingshot be getting folks. Yeah, dude. So just be careful. Uh, hold your lid and your lettuce Man I'm going to tell you So our freshman year me and C Pipes go to high school And we trying to keep it fresh So <laughs> at that time We had the, the Duke perms And so we duked our hair And our hair I mean it was curly And shit just super nice And my shit had just grown out So I didn't duke it or whatever C Pipes had a fresh duke And guess what class we had Starting off with the school Swimming Gone. Mm. And he got in there, yeah, and dude, he was dude, straight yeah. Eddie Ruffin. <laughs> nice like this side. That shit was, went straight on him. I mean, it did go straight on him, but shout out C-Pipes. He, 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 he took that like a big dog, but he had a fresh Duke, and that shit went on him, man. Went, oh, man. Went Eddie Kang on him. Two things that don't mix, man. Uh, that chlorine water <laughs> <laughs> and any kind of black hair product. Dude. Oh, it that was shit, tough. Dude, you're fucked. Hey, the you. Negroes in our swim class, we yeah. took an L, bro. Oh, and it'd be dry and shit. Oh, like, we was oh, dry. It was dried up on and you. And then you had to shower and then go to class. So the black chicks in our, oh, it was a wrap, bro. Because yeah. we weren't wearing swim caps and shit like no. that. Like, what? <laughs> swim cap? What? <laughs> you oh, probably have motherfuckers out there with cutting sleeves off trying to use those as swim Hey, no, nah, it was tough, man. <laughs> it was tough. Man, I'm hey, I, I feel for y'all, but I never had swim class. I don't think I would have We it. had to. It was man, it was a, a prereq. We had to take swimming. You had to take like weightlifting and all Fuck. that shit. And so we all just said, Hey, 
We're going to take swimming at this point. Now, we had fun in the pool, for sure. Yeah, but you're going to take that L when you, when oh, you try but to go we back took to class the rest of the day. Oh, yeah, it was rough. So, was it in the morning or the afternoon? Oh, it was in the morning. Fuck. Yeah, it was It was a full day. Mm-hmm. Like, we oh, fucked off in the morning, swim, and then we had to go back to class. And it was tough, man. You go, well to, go ahead and You shower it. and... Still, your hair just didn't curl over nah, right, man. It's it tough. Never got, never curled over right. But again. man, my boy, man, lost his Duke perm, man. man. That, it was killer, and it was a fresh one. He could have been on the on the front of the box, man. man. Chuck, I, I feel bad for you, man. Like, um, it was a perfect man. one. He had them red curls sitting up there. Woo! I see you, see pipes, but. Uh, we're getting off topic, man. I'm just gonna <laughs> go ahead and let it go. We, he gonna get on us for real, for that. <laughs> um, Shook, how'd you do in the hard knock slice? We played together. We did well. Uh, shout out to MD, the good doctor, Mike D. Yeah, man, for coming in first. Played hard. Uh, shout out to C Pipes too, for sure. Mm-hmm. He played super hard. He turned it on in the back nine, yep. did his thing. He didn't need no Duke perm for that. No, he, he just was kicking he, ass in that back shit. nine. It wouldn't have mattered because he would have sweated out that motherfucker on, on Sunday anyway. It, it was, was hot, hot as fuck. It was hot it as was hot. shit. It was hot. It was it was hot. And for some reason, it was kind of muggy mm-hmm. and humid. And we yeah. never get that here in, no. in Colorado. It's kind of weird. You saw motherfuckers almost passing out and shit. Yeah, it was, so it was a little tough. Yeah. Uh, and shout out to you, Suge, man. This this motherfucker, I don't know where this game came from. He was striking the ball, mm-hmm. uh, doing his thing, and uh, he played super well. Got some points in the tournament, shook some shit up, yeah, and uh, played well. Love it. Love it, man. I just uh, told myself I uh, had some peach crown in the morning. Yes, we did. And I said, you know what? Go out there and have some fun and shit. And I did. Yeah. I, I had a couple holes where I lost it, where it kind of it kind of got out of out of whack for me. Right. Um, but the good thing is, I told myself, just fuck it, man. You're pl- you were playing good before. Let's let's get back to it. You did, and you could see. I mean, when you have a good foursome together in any time, we just had fun. We played golf. All of us were playing well. We all drove the shit out the ball. Uh, I thought we played pretty well. Um, and it it just was what it was. The course mm-hmm. was difficult. Those greens, man. Fucked up. Fucked up. They were rolling slow. Slow. Super slow. I've never <clears throat> seen it. Like so the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah. Like, just slow. Slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but, overall, great. Next tournament is at Raccoon Creek, which is in a week from Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's our last tournament to get some points before the final tournament which would be the equals the PGA championship. Um, what are you looking to work on before Raccoon Creek? Man, I got to get better on approach shots and putting. Okay. That's, <clears throat> that's it. I feel like the rest of my game is, is coming together. Like I'm getting great contact um, and great. I, dude, for once, like I, I drove. I had one bad drive out of 18. That's great. And I can't complain about that. Cause shit, it used to be like, it used to be like, oh well, maybe I have six good drives. Sure. Or I remember when I when I started again, it was like, shit, I'm hoping to get one or two. You're right. But to have seventeen, like to me, that's 
that was the best I ever that was the best I ever played. Sure. It it was. I'm gonna work on my putting a little bit. Uh that course had me guessing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um definitely need to work on that. My approach shots were okay. Um I used to be really, really good with my sh- my short game and uh just something's not curling over right with it now. So I just just need to work on that. But I'm still in the hunt and uh really close to playing really well and shooting in the eighties. So uh I mean I can't really complain. Um it wasn't too far uh too long ago when I was in the hundred. So uh for me to be mm-hmm. chasing down eighties, uh I'm I'm not mad at it. But uh we're all looking looking up at M D mm-hmm. and uh we're looking forward to, to getting on Raccoon. Yeah, my goal is to break on my goal is to break a hundred. Oh, I like it. Like that is my goal. Let's keep track of that. Next tournament, it, I'm I'm trying to break. So 100. we will give an update if Suge broke a hundred at Raccoon Creek next week. We'll talk about it and discuss it. So send looking in, forward to sending your bets. Yeah, send in your bets. I would love bets. to get. Do you want to sponsor it, brother? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Should be fun. Shout out to Hard Knock Slicers. Yeah. Every uh, hey man, that great time out there and um. Just love what we're doing, and you know, it, it's it's really cool, man, to be out there with with the fellas. We all know each other in some way, right? So that that's the cool part about it. Yep, love it. So after we get over uh, blowing ourselves for the hard knock slice, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, but we have to, man. It was we it's do putting in a lot of fucking work out there. Yeah, we did. So if you don't like it, fuck off. Uh, Send us the hate mail at don't be alarmed. We're Negro at gmail.com and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. And speaking of hating, it's that time of the week for our man. Oh boy. So we did receive some hate, which we knew we, we were going <laughs> to get. How dare we talk about the children on last week's pod? <laughs> How dare we? That's what they said. How dare we? We shouldn't be talking about children. And I always say, hey, everything is open when it's out there in the media and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about your mama and your lady, too. I don't give a shit. Our show, our rules. Stop being so sensitive. Lighten up. It was out there hey, on CNN. Go talk to CNN. I don't really care what you have to say. If you're going to put an ugly ass kid on front of CNN Ooh. on the front of the on the front of the website, Ew. then you're subject to saying that that, that to everything you get. I, I don't care. I didn't go that far to say. I'm just saying. Ass, but I mean, whatever. Yeah. I, okay. I'll go with it. She she might be cute in other pictures, but the picture they had on CNN, man, she did she she was not. It was not flattering. So. Right. So we got hate from that. You can hate on it again if yeah. you want, and that was an, that's an ugly ass kid. Yeah, and if you want to hate, hate on these nuts. It's cool. Uh, so my hate, I got a couple of hate things. Uh, let's start with the more serious one. Uh, people hating on uh, Simone, the Olympian, for her mental health. Hey man, that shit is real, man. And everybody goes through some some tough times and y'all want to hate because she dropped out of gymnastics and they want her to be the Jordan in this goat stuff and I know she put that stuff out there. But some of you motherfuckers can't even do cartwheels out here. You can't push your big ass over in a circle in a straight line to do anything. 
Most of y'all can't even roll over in the motherfucking bed. So <laughs> stop talking shit about people and these athletes and shit like that that y'all hold up there. Because, hey, if you guys can go out there and do it, then do it. And then be scrutinized and then see what it feels like. That's a lot of pressure on a person. And, yeah, she's in the limelight and she's doing it or whatever, but it doesn't give us the right to talk about that shit. And so when you guys try out for the Olympics and everything, I'm going to fly your mama out with me so we can talk shit about you. Okay? (laughs) My next thing I'm hating on, so I was at Walmart today. And I'm checking out in a self kiosk and I slide my credit card in and I look to my right (laughs) and I look to my left and there's something like over my shoulder. And I said, what is this on my shoulder? Like a gorilla looking thing. It was just sitting there. And this chick, before I could even check out this hefty chick was on my shoulder breathing. I said, hey, ma'am, you're in my space. And I was real polite with it. And she says to me, oh, you're one of them because I had my mask on uh, inside and I didn't know how to take it. And uh, I just turned to her politely and said, well, I have my mask on because I'm allergic to big bitches. And she (laughs) I'm telling you, and she got offended. But I'm just tired of these covid motherfuckers talking shit, really. And she was like, oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe you said that to me. Oh, my God. But she backed her ass up so I could get my groceries and continue to check out. (laughs) And then the checkout lady that was in front was dying laughing (laughs) that was running the stands. But that's what that lady gets. Hey, Hey, respect personal space. If you don't know me, don't be on my shoulder. I could feel her gorilla breath on my neck. And it was so weird because, you know, in your peripheral, like you – Turn to your right and you turn to your left and it's like it spooked me a little bit. Mm. And I, I just can't have big bitches hanging out on my left shoulder gross. like that. It's gross. So gross. Uh, no big bitches for gross bitch. Lewis. Yeah. Uh, Shook, let's let's go to your hate hey, of the week. You know, I, I'm going to start off um, because I'm seeing more and more of this shit and it's driving me nuts, dude. So I see all these folks panhandling out here. Um but when I look at all the motherfucking jobs that are available, I don't see none of these motherfuckers oh. applying for none of that shit that's out there. <laughs> motherfuckers out there, I've I've heard stories of people working two and three jobs during the pandemic to get by. Uh-huh. And these motherfuckers can't go get one. Yeah. Like, that's, to me, if you have a, it, to me, it, it, you're in a bad spot to begin with when you're panhandling. So go out there and you're able, if you're able to do it, if you're able to be out there standing on a corner, you can go get one of these jobs that's available. You have your fucking pick of the litter. Sure. So I'm just going to leave it at that. If you don't have a, like, get your shit together, people. And uh, I ain't going to give you a goddamn dime. I'm going to, I might, I might give you a ride to the motherfucking next place where you can go get a job, though. I will do that. Yeah. I'll give you a ride. You can get in the back of the bed of my truck, and I'll take your ass there. Uh. And maybe on the way there, some of the dust will fly off. Okay. All right? <laughs> <laughs> so, handle that shit. Yeah. My second one is, I'm sick and tired of motherfuckers at golf courses, at that kind of driving ranges, sitting there talking shit underneath their breath. Uh. You know, when you're out there just trying to get your practice on. Yeah. I don't fuck with nobody. 
if you want to go out there and chop it up, I'll sit there and talk with you. Um, but I'm not going to sit there and talk shit about the next person next to me while I'm while they're sitting there hitting. So right. tonight, I'm out there hitting balls <clears throat> at our hidden spot. Um, and I hear these two motherfuckers on the side of me. I had my I had my earbuds in at first, and then I just decided to take them out for a little bit because one of them just kept popping out while I'm hitting. So I said, "Fuck it." So I took them out. And I can hear these motherfuckers next to me. So when I would hit a really good ball, they'd be like, oh, well, this dude must be young. He must be really young. Well, I finally turned over to these fuckers and I said, hey, man, I said, I want to ask you a question. I said, well, how old are you? Because I can hear him. You know, I can hear him talking shit. I said, how old are you, man? And he said, he he said, uh, he said, I'm 40. And I said, all right, I'm three years older than you, dude. I said, I'm 43. I said, now both of you can shut the fuck up. And yeah. keep hitting the ball, yeah. Because I'm sick and tired of hearing it, dude. Right now, I and then and then after I fucking looked at both of them and said that, I fenced one, and then I looked at them again and I said, "Keep talking shit." And I don't they, remember asking right. you a goddamn thing. Yeah, for My sure. My thing is, is look, dude. People are out here trying to get better at this game every all the time, and I don't have time to sit here and fuck with people who are not on a positive vibe. If you're not on a positive vibe, keep fucking moving. And if I have to confront you, I will. Right. And that's what I'm going to say about that. Keep your mouth shut if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. If right. you can't hit as far as somebody else, learn how to do that. And if your mouth is open, you can catch. These nuts. Exactly. Oh, right on. And that wraps up our. Shook, you practice and we be out on the course. And when it gets in these fall days, we're going to be pushing our moto caddy, mm-hmm. electric caddy in style with downhill control, electric parking brake, nine speed settings, GPS, and onboard charging for all your devices. So you can boom your beats and everything while pushing this cart, or the cart is going to push you. Mm-hmm. And there's many other features. Moto caddy, the number one cart company in the world, can get you right for the course today. Head over to motocaddy.us and check out the dope push carts, electric carts, and also check out their new bags. They have these great bags and their dry bag for when it's raining out. Mm -hmm. We've got some terrible rain and weather here in Colorado some afternoons while you're out there, and that dry bag would come in handy. So go to motocaddy.us and check it out. Get your push on, man, because it's getting to be that time of the year where it's still hot. But it's gonna, it's it'll start to cool down a little bit. So get out there and get the exercise and uh, get your walk on, man, with yep. Moto Caddy. Always. Let's get into our golf gigging song of the week. So go ahead and introduce this joint. Yeah. So we West Side Gun, uh, Brad Watt, and DJ Premier have blessed us with the narcissist. Um, and uh, just a shout out to uh, all three of them guys, man, for blessing us with some hip hop. West Side Gun and a lot of them Griselda cats have some new joints coming. So uh, check them out soon. But this is The Narcissist by Brad Bradley Watt, West Side Gun and DJ Premier. Right. And now tell us a little bit about DJ Premier. Like he he's he's kept relevant and done some yeah. some crazy shit. And and he was part of. Gangstar, man. Amen. I mean, just just revolutionary in the rap game. And he, if you really think about all of the uh, all of the artists that he's been with, even even one of the one of the coolest things that uh, that I saw recently um, was Jay Z gave 
DJ Premier, um, a, like his own, like a, like he gave him a, it was, a, I don't know, was it a Rockefeller? Sure. Yeah, it was a Rockefeller, like, emblem to put on your chain, man. And that shit was, that shit was amazing. Yeah, man. Um, but, but DJ. Shout out if, Premier. Yeah, shout out Premier, man. If you don't know who DJ Premier is, man, go look at the catalog and speak yeah, for itself. Yeah, for sure. So let's hear mm-hmm. The Narcissist. Six times a day, praise both. Kill you and your mans with the same scope. Your lanes broke, but pockets longer than train smoke. I let your brains flow. Fatality, shells, case you drop it casually. You're not half of me. I walk through your blood happily. You ever had a gun in your mouth like a cavity? A mirror's got so many rips and looking raggedy, law. I kept the calling in the factories. Got a meal plus of art. Used to sit in my cell in the dark. I go to the showers with my boots tied tight, knife sharp. If he died, it's my fault. I touch the sky with the top off. And yo, don't you rock a bottle for half a man? Half a man. Rock nation brushed out, but dapper then. Niggas gonna miss you when I'm done with the shit. The kitchen key begging me to bag of grams. And yo, my jewelry looking precious. I'm from the east side, shit treacherous. Word on the street, I got the better shit. Fiends drooling and scratching, man. Till action, wait till Sunday. Catch you coming out church lacking who you pray to Out to see unless I shot the case smooth The ambulance playing the same tune, I can't lose You should have seen it in the lobby at the same region scene Out of Miami Vice, I left the plate leaning Another autopsy, who the fuck shot it, we all shot At least a hundred shells out the rabbit, cocaine spots Black and fish scale, they call it Mary Fiend fell out and died, oops, we saw hey, yo, you Don't you rock your body for a half a man, half a man Yo, niggas spitting That's crazy Spitting, how they brought spittin'. that beat in there like that. Yep, just the the <clears throat> melodic, and then just dropping the drums in there yep. like that. Hey, make sure you go check out yep. the narcissist for sure. Yeah, man, and and DJ Premier continues to to throw them out there. Um, there's actually, I believe, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, man, but they, there's a uh, he might have done some of the production on that, on that Five Dog. Yeah. Um, Check that out too, and if 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 he didn't, the Five Dog is fire as well. But uh, I listened to some of that recently. But there, I mean, man, the, the what what DJ Premier has done over his career, man, is 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 amazing, um, and he continues to do it um, at all different levels. And uh, Westside Gun, man, he does have some shit coming out here uh, next month. So check him out. Love it. It's that time of the the show where we wrap it up and we give our final shout outs. So Suge. Give me your final shout outs. You know, I'm uh shout out to, you know, all the Olympians for enduring um, a couple of tough years and still out there trying to give us the best Olympics that we can have. Yeah. Um, I think people need to realize that that this hasn't been a normal experience and to, to be actually out here and doing the things that they're doing and all the things that they've had to do to you know, pass this test, pass this test, this protocol, all that um, is, is truly amazing. So shout out to them for doing that. Shout out to the fellas. Uh, shout out to my family. Um, and, you know, shout out to just life, man, and and people doing good things and trying to be positive in this environment. Right on. Shout out to my fam, bam. Uh, they let us set up studio here and uh, we're recording live and it has been great to Kind of have should come over and just just record live, and we're gonna have other fellas just come record live with us. Um, shout out to Bushwood Country Club, 
Uh, Bushwood up to no good. It's always fun. Uh, Red Cup Boys. We're going to record live. Uh, looking forward to kicking that show off. Uh, coming right before the football season starts. It's going to be entertaining. Get your get your Red Cups ready and come join us. It should be fun. Shout out to my boy Suge, man. He put on a show last week uh, at the golf course and did his motherfucking thing, man. I can't hate on that. Uh, serious shout out to my... To our boy Godwin, the Montoki Marauder. Yeah. Uh, he's having a baby this week. Uh, praying for the mom mm-hmm. uh, no and the baby. And Godwin, uh, this is his first one uh, of his own and, and doing his thing. And we're just super excited for him on that. So shout out to Montoki Marauder for that. And then shout out to the fans for always holding us down like four flat tires, man. We, we appreciate that, man. Uh, you listen to us. Uh, we like your feedback. We like your engagement. Uh, and we're just going to continue to do it and give you the golf from the other side of the green mm-hmm. from the Negroes. And that's it. So, sure, go ahead and kick us out of here. And I will say, we do love the shit talking, too. Yes, we the do. the shit talking that we get, we're going to give it right back. Yeah, so we do. So, please we, talk shit yeah, to us. Just, we appreciate it. Um, we can handle it. We got tough skin. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, so we don't we don't mind. But um, as always, you know, make sure you take care of yourself. This is uh this is a definite time where we need to do that. But then take care of each other, man. So with those words, we out. We out. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. This is El Negro. Negro.